My next guest is a pro-choice feminist, a lesbian, an atheist, and a vegan. Let's see if we can't put her through some conversion therapy and get her to change her left-wing ways. <laughs> put your hands together for Ellen Page. You're a successful actress, Ellen Page. You're worth millions of dollars. Let's give the audience here a treat. What do you say? Let's let's put some of that acting ability to the test. Give me your uh, give me your best impression of like a spoiled millennial. You know, give me the most entitled, <laughs> ungrateful, spoiled brat who thinks she knows everything, uh, believes that she has some kind of ethical superiority over the rest of us. You know, for the kids out there who maybe want to get into acting. Uh, why don't you show us how it's done? It's just so binary and uh, has destroyed, the, you know, the, the, the environment. And it disproportionately affects people of color. Wow. Wow. Okay, that was uncanny. I really believe that. It was almost like you weren't even active. It was so convincing. You know, a lot of people, Ellen Page, would maybe criticize you for basically playing the same character in every single role. You essentially play the brooding, depressed teenager in every film you do, which is funny because you're 31 years old now. <laughs> a lot of people might not think you have the same range as, say, a Channing Tatum or an Owen Wilson, Kristen Stewart, other professional actors. Uh, but actually, clearly, you've proved to us uh, you, you don't just play the depressed, brooding teen. You can also play the entitled SJW millennial. <laughs> so, uh, yay for you. Uh, Okay, so it says here that you have a reported net worth of $14 million. Wow, that is pretty outstanding. That puts you well above the net worth of, like, 99% of Americans. And amongst Americans who are your age, 31, you are in an unbelievably privileged category. I mean, you're obviously a very lucky girl. So coming up through the ranks in Hollywood, playing this depressed, brooding teenager, you know, uh, your roles stay the same, but your paychecks keep increasing. <laughs> that must have been a lot of fun. You must feel extremely grateful. It was very hard for me. And I dealt with a lot of stuff that was totally normalized. Oh, tell me about it. Every day I go to craft services and, uh, you know, for you, those of you who don't know what craft services is, craft services, uh, every film and TV show, they hire caterers to basically feed the, the cast and crew all day long. And you know what it's like. Every day I go there, there's donuts, popcorn, candy, croissants. The list goes on and on. And how do they expect me to keep my girlish figure uh, with that kind of temptation? I mean, <laughs> how do people even eat that stuff anymore? We know carbs are evil. How are we normalizing this kind of behavior? <laughs> I, you're, you are right. You are spot on, miss. Okay, now, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. She has been criticized for being possibly the least intelligent person ever to hold public office. Maybe the least intelligent person currently in the public eye. What would you say to her if you met her? I'd give her a hug. And I would tell her she's not alone. Yeah, no, that's true. You are another... I mean, you're a lot like her in many ways. Is there any advice, maybe, that you would give her? That behavior is not okay. That is really good advice, actually. That behavior is not okay. She should not be proposing completely insane socialist manifestos like the Green New Deal... I mean, it's just irresponsible. She's a U.S. congresswoman now. She, she has to start acting like a grown-up. Now, you've got this new show on Netflix, The Umbrella Academy. Uh, now, I have Netflix. I've seen the first half of the first episode of your show. And let me say, incredibly boring. <laughs> For a superhero show, it is 
grueling to watch. I completely hated it. Uh, nevertheless, I did have the opportunity to watch it. Not everybody chooses to purchase Netflix. Uh, and we do have to accept that there is a wealth disparity in America. Do you think that that's a problem, that not everybody can afford to subscribe to Netflix? It's like this is something that's happening. And it's happening the most marginalized people, and we need to be talking about it. It's really serious. Okay, you know what? Let's switch gears. Now, a little birdie told me that you have a secret desire. You want to be the person that does the voiceover for movie trailers. Did you guys know that? That's, yeah, I didn't know that. Um, you, you, know, you know what I'm talking about. The, the guy that uh, is like, in a world, right? You, you want to be that guy. So, you know, I thought it would be fun if you just auditioned right here on the show, uh, you know, for all Hollywood. I'm sure the producers, the marketing people out there, they would want to hear you. Uh, You're a big star. So, all right, give us your best dramatic movie pitch, something that we would hear in a disaster movie trailer. You know, know, what what do you think, folks? Should she try it? (laughs) We've been told, as we know it, that by 2030, the world as we know it, that's it. That's it. <laughs> it was okay, you know? Uh, I mean, isn't it supposed to be done with kind of like a deeper voice? Uh, that was really kind of whiny sounding. You don't... Uh, I think it's supposed to be more like something like... Uh, <clears throat> We've been told, as we know it, that by 2030, the world, as we know it, that's it. That is it. You know, and I, th- I think that's... I think something like that is how it's supposed to go. But, I mean, I... I you know, you're the expert, so I'll defer to you. All right, now I want to show you this clip. It's of a mother, uh, I believe this is in Australia, who innocently bought her child uh, some toy animals. And to her horror, she discovered this. Look how cute these beautiful animals are from Kmart. They're only $5 each. Such great quality and so realistic, aren't they? What's at the back? Show me what's at the back under the tail. What's under the tail? What? <laughs> what is it? <laughs> Now, I haven't seen a single media outlet covering this story. What do you think about that? It's like we have a media that's barely talking about yeah, it. Yeah, I know, right? It's unbelievable. The mainstream media is just irresponsible, really. We have a media that's saying it's a debate whether or not what just happened to Jesse Smollett is a hate crime. It's absurd. I know, I know. Exactly, exactly. I mean, obviously this was a hoax. I mean, the fact that we're even debating it is crazy. The- isn't a debate. I agree. I agree. It feels impossible to not feel this way right now with the president and the vice president, Mike Pence, who, like, wishes I couldn't be married. Let's just be clear. Well, well, I'm not sure he wishes anything about you specifically. That seems a little egocentric. Uh, I mean, I know you're a Hollywood movie star worth $14 million, but uh, this might sound a little harsh. Uh, The world doesn't revolve around you, Ellen Page. (laughs) Honestly, I'm pretty sure that Mike Pence doesn't even know who you are. Now, now, look, I know you want to turn your appearance here into this big political event, but, um, you know, I'm really doing my best here to keep this light. I mean, this is a comedy show, after all. Let's try not to divide the nation with angry rhetoric and, uh, you know, hateful language against the vice president. Um, You know what? Uh, Let's switch gears one more time. My niece gave me this this morning. Uh, I was wondering if you could help me out with it. It's supposed to be a puzzle, right? But there's just all these dots on this page of paper. I thought since you're Ellen Page, maybe you could help me figure out what this, what this means. Connect the dots. 
<laughs> of course. Of course. How silly of me. You know, it's so obvious now that you say that. I don't even... How did I not see that before? <laughs> okay, 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 okay. I can tell by the tone of your voice that you are a little bit annoyed with me because I'm not letting you get too political. So, you know what? Let's just get into it. What did you think of the Jesse Smollett hoax? This is what happens. If you are in a position of power and you hate people and you want to cause suffering to them, you go through the trouble. You spend your career trying to cause suffering. Do you really think that Jesse Smollett has spent his entire career trying to cause suffering? I mean... I thought it was just kind of a cry for help, just a desperate plea for attention. I mean, it was a pretty messed up thing to do. Had his little ploy succeeded and had people been convinced that this crime had been perpetrated by Trump supporters, it would have indeed caused a lot of hate and division in the country. What do you think is going to happen? Kids are going to be abused and they're going to kill themselves. And people are going to be beaten on the street. I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't know if anybody's going to kill themselves, but I do think that we have seen Trump supporters getting attacked on the streets many times, and it is pretty horrible. I have traveled the world, and I have met the most marginalized people you can meet. <laughs> all right, all right, you don't need to brag. We've, we've established that you're worth $14 million. You don't need to tell us you've traveled the world, you little jet setter. We get it. You're very rich. Well, what do you think? What do you actually think about the hoaxes and the false accusations against Trump supporters since Trump's been elected, specifically in the past few weeks with the Covington incident and the Jussie Smollett hoax? This needs to stop. I couldn't agree more. I could not agree more. Well said. You know, I love your passion, Ellen. Thank you so much for being here. I think we made some great progress today. You seem to have become very rational throughout that interview, going from hardcore crazy leftist to a pretty rational conservative, you know, right before our eyes. <laughs> Everybody, I wish I could recommend her new show, The Umbrella Academy, but it is, in fact, terrible. <laughs> I'm sorry, Ellen, it's unbelievably bad. Uh, don't even, if you have any interest in watching entertaining programming, just steer clear. I'm sorry, Ellen, gotta be honest, not a good show. It's a great show! That is incorrect. All right, well, that is it for us tonight. If you want to support this channel, uh, I've got my Patreon listed in the description, as well as Subscribestar or PayPal. If you like this episode, hit the like button. If you want to see more like this, please subscribe and hit the bell. YouTube's been kind of messing with my stuff lately. And if you hate me, you're probably Ellen Page. But don't hate me, Ellen. I was just having a little bit of fun. We Christians don't hate you. So please, stop hating us. Good night. The president is talking about the continuing recession tonight. You have blamed mistakes of the past. Blame the Congress. Does any of the blame belong to you? Yes, because for many years I was a Democrat. <laughs> the trouble with our liberal friends is not that they're ignorant. It's just that they know so much that isn't so. Now, 